Riverside. Guarantee you, no one else uses that intro. Only us. We're the only ones. Totally Even if someone else did use it, it wouldn't matter. We're the best. Thing. Yeah, it wouldn't. It just doesn't hit the same for that. It just doesn't. Guys, Taco Corp League, welcome back. Welcome. It is episode 10. No, I lied. Episode 9. I'm coming fresh off the bye week. Yeah, we were, we were on a little bye week, you know. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. You know, it's... And this podcast is, is just for fun, you know, so it's it's not a it's not a big deal. Um hope everyone is doing well out there. A lot has changed. Um a lot has changed. Shit's getting it's still tight. It's the the, the races are still tight in each uh, division there. Um and and it's looking like last place isn't gonna be uh it's not set in stone. No I guess. It's just not. There's gonna be a race for last place. It, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. It's getting it's getting tight at the at the bottom there at the bottom of the barrel. I'll tell you where else is tight at the top. Damn right. There's some there's some shit. You know, there's there's a lot going on, man. This we'll we'll, we'll get into it. On. And obviously, we got to do we do got to do the power rankings too. Yeah, um, I was thinking well, maybe next week, like we take a full we just. Like we skip one week with the power ranks, maybe just go the full four weeks. Okay. Say fuck them. Sounds good. Figure out your own power rank. Facts. Everybody gets mad at us anyway when we, when we put them out there. So have your own power rankings in your head right now. Until the power rankings get ten likes on Facebook, I'm not doing them again. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just too much and, and they just don't go acknowledged enough. Sorry, boys. I will say I was like I I did like the the memes that James had. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. I I, I had the idea one week. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna do this," and and maybe I started a trend. We know there was a big injury, um, uh, out in the league there. And uh... For those of you that don't know, Jerry Judy was injured. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jerry Judy's the one we're, we're we're talking about here. Jerry Judy, the the heart and soul <laughs> of the team. Unfortunate. Yeah, Judy was out. Uh, and also, I lost Cooper Cup. <laughs> it's looking like it's gonna be. Huh? That might be the big one, huh? Uh, it's just a little, you know, a little blip there. Just it, it popped up on on the news feed there, just a little bit. And uh, he's healthy as all hell. I so I saw the like you know everybody always is like oh no Cooper Cup and it's like what happened and then you go back to see the play and you're like oh okay but then it's like what happens after that when people are like like they said initially like oh uh, it's like a high ankle sprain he couldn't put like any weight on it and it's like damn and then like a day later they were like yeah it doesn't look good and I was like oh my fucking god and now I R he's getting fucking surgery. As surgery for a high ankle sprain, that's like, that's fucking crazy. And when did they play? Did they play on? <clears throat> what time did they play Sunday? They had the late game. I think. Oh really? I, I guess it didn't. Or they had they had a four o'clock game. It didn't take that long to announce it. I guess only two days. No, no, it didn't take long at all. It's just everybody was complaining about it though. Everybody that long. I think they were just trying to see like what would be the best option because they're fucking three and six now. Like they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, so it's like, the pr- probably the top three worst offenses in the league. Or maybe they were just like, "Oh, let's see how this game goes," and yeah, but they're they're not going to make the playoffs, and it's not worth risking his future. So they were just like, "Yep, IR, get surgery, heal up." So if I happen to make it into the playoffs. I feel like I wouldn't have him until maybe, maybe the second round, and even then, I feel like they would shut him down. Yeah, 
So I'm not too excited. It's literally the same thing that happened to fucking Mike Williams, who I traded away. But his happened earlier, and he's probably going to be coming back this week. Yeah, I feel like Cup might be done for the season. I feel like he might be healthy enough to play, but their record is not going to matter, and they're going to have no chance of making the playoffs, and they're just going to tell him to rest up for the rest of the year. Yep. Yep. So, unfortunate for me. Um, this is now, like, the opposite. This is the second time, like, a trade happens where it has, it's, like, affected me big, like, and it was with George, the, the one that happened last time. It was two years ago yep. when I didn't make the trade. And now I do make the trade, and I still get I still get fucked. So on the other end of the spectrum, in, you know, uh, in injury news, Josh Allen was not even supposed to play this week, and he balled out. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. He did. I mean, he didn't have the best game. He still – I feel like he's making more mistakes – the last few weeks he's he's just kind of slinging it and and i don't know it's it's getting a little messy yeah it is but at the same time i think that defenses are also like aware like like josh allen's rise kind of like happened like so quickly kind of like culminating in like last year that like i feel like defenses really like weren't ready for him and now like they kind of like are just coming into that, like, okay, now, like, we, like, really know who he is as a player, and we can play, like, good defense on him. Yeah. And he, like, he started off the year, like, pretty well, too. Like, it's really only the last, the last three weeks, he has six picks. Yeah. And. Two in each game. Like, right. But, I mean, it, it did, it was nice that he actually played, because I think I would have had to play Jimmy G, and then I would have, I would have lost them. And there also with Josh Allen, those picks that he's thrown in those games like have been like late, like nothing picks kind of. Like the one against like you know Minnesota was like late in the game, like you know there was just like no chance. Yeah, but it was it was still a no. I mean that that one they were like you know driving. They I think they had to at least get a field goal, right? Was it in overtime? I can't remember. It was late. It was in overtime. They were um, the the Vikings had just scored a field goal. So if they get a field goal, they tie. But they're you know probably gonna go for the win. And they were going down the field pretty easily. Um, and then he kind of just slung it into the end zone, and it was like, what the fuck was that throw? Yeah. It wasn't like he was trying to force. It wasn't like it was third, fourth down, and he was trying to like force it in somewhere. It, it was just a bad throw. So I, I mean, it is what it is. It's, first of all, you can't beat Kirk Duggins in prime one all o'clock right. game. If let's, it was prime time, maybe. Let's settle down with that. That is pretty funny, though. I, I like I like seeing that. Did you see the picture of, like, Kirk Cousins and, and Justin Jefferson across from Diggs? Yeah. That's a hard-ass picture. It really is. It's like, holy shit. Um, but, yeah, that's... Yeah, it was it was good to see that he played, and I was like, okay, I have like some hope because honestly, I was chalking up an L against you this week. And I was like, let me tell you something, it came pretty goddamn close. It definitely did. It definitely did. Uh, I fucking two. Had chalked up an L against you. I kind of like had a feeling I was gonna lose, and Why? and then uh, you've been scoring a lot of points though. I like, have, but it was just looking at my team. I had I had a bad feeling. I had Joe Mixon on a uh, not Joe Mixon. I had uh, someone on a bye week. I can't fucking remember, but I had someone on a bye week, and I just like had a bad feeling. I don't know. My kicker was on a bye week, so that's that ruined that. That really brought the team morale down. Yeah. <laughs> and he really holds it together. So you know. and um, you know, it, it just I I had a feeling. Then when when uh, Jerry Judy got hurt in the first play of the game, I was just like, no, uh, it's over. That's that's always that's always. And nice. then it came back around at like ten thirty, and I was like, I actually might win. And then it was just ripped. It it was honestly the last like actual offensive possession for the night. It was literally the last play. The last one, like when they got the ball back, it was just like a kneel down. But like the real possession it, that they actually threw it, I was. Like, it was like a third down or a fourth down, and he threw it. They they were just trying to get a few more yards for like the punt. Yeah, 
<laughs> Who doesn't run in that position? It's funny because like a couple plays before, I think they they handed it to Debo, trying to like run it up the side. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck? Stop fucking! <laughs> Just throw on the fucking team! Just throw!" I was fucking flipping the fuck out. Flipping the fuck out. I was like, I'm really, I just need one fucking reception. That's, I was so happy when he got tackled for a loss. I was like, let's go. Two more of those and he's going to lose a point. <laughs> like, holy shit, man. I was freaking the fuck out. And then it's like, okay, I don't know how much yards that was, but like, that's at least a, a reception. So I need like, I think like one point, but you were like, nope. It was literally the yardage you needed. It was, and I was like, let's fucking and, go. Uh, I know it's a taco corp league, but then in my other league, I was in the same position last night. I was up by five, and he had AJ Brown, and AJ Brown put up one point seven. <laughs> I couldn't. Look. I absolutely one hundred. I had a ninety nine percent chance of losing, and I ended up getting the dub. Wow. Yeah. Hey, don't sleep on the Manders, bro. I'm saying. Can't sleep on the can't Manders. Sleep on, can't sleep on Heineke. He's coming for Wentz's job. So I'm, I'm looking at our matchup here. Pretty low scoring on both of our ends. It know? was, but like we're, it, it's to the point <laughs> where like it, it's later in the season. These people who play so consistent are gonna have flops and bye weeks. Yeah, and the one thing that surprised me was Tyreek Hill not going off, scoring 39 points right. as a team, and and Tyreek. That's the thing. Though. Didn't go off. We're, we're to the point in the season where like how many times can Tyreek do it in a row? Like, bro's tired. Yeah. Like, same like ETN. Like, ETN's put up, like, 25, like, three weeks in a row. You knew it was going to stop. He wasn't just going to keep doing it. Yeah. And on the other end, I'm waiting for a performance like that from fucking someone like Devo Samuel, who is really disappointing. You have, you cannot talk about negative about Devo this week. Uh, he, I can, <laughs> that, though, because like, to, for, for him to stress me the fuck out like that when he shouldn't have... <laughs> He single-handedly won you this matchup. No, no, he 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 did the bare minimum, <laughs> the bare fucking minimum. In reality, I feel like my running backs won me that matchup. Fucking Jeff Wilson, Jeff. Wilson. Thank God, thank God, he's doing good. I was one Raheem Mostert touchdown away from beating him, <laughs> or one Daryl Henderson falling into the end zone. Yeah, yeah, legit. Away. Uh, I was so mad about some of those plays. I was like, and I was looking at the end of the night. I was like, if Jerry Judy had caught one pass before he got hurt, <laughs> just if he just put up the same amount of anything, points, anything, anything, like the same amount of points as Cooper Cup, who also got hurt. If, if someone just fell forward one more yard, <laughs> two more yards on one single play, anything could happen. Uh, anything. I played out ultimate like amount of scenarios in my head. <laughs> Yeah, so I came out with the win there, and now we're both sitting at six and four in our respective divisions. Uh, six and four players, huh? And we're the only six and four player. That is true. That is true. Uh, you know, we both think we should be seven and three. Uh, maybe eight and two. But in your eight game. and two. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's that matchup. The next matchup here, Leo obliterating Mike's team here. Mike. 123 to 66. I think most of it has to do with what I've been saying for a while now uh, that Cordero Patterson is a fraud. Um, Sure. That part I of guess, it, at like, least. I mean, not, not a great performance from, from him. He hasn't been consistent, uh, the games he's played. And I know he may be still injured, whatever, and I know. Tyler Algier and and uh, what's what's the kid's name? Conley, some. Not sure. Uh, Huntley, right? Sure. Huntley. I'm not sure. Huntley or Conley, whatever the fuck his name is. Um, they they've both been pretty good. So like at the same time, I can kind of get like the trepidation of the coach to you know like go all out on Patterson and uh, get him injured again. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not doing too well. He has a good game and then a bad game, good game, bad game from what I'm looking at his log. Uh, and then, yeah, his running backs are, are kind of weak. I mean, you're not always going to get a performance like that from A.J. Brown. No. That was, uh, um, he caught one pass for seven yards in, like, the first 
play of the game and never touch the ball again. Uh, Zach Ertz, I think he's out for the season. Yeah. All done. Yeah, he got carted off. Another big injury. That one. Mike has no tight ends. Uh, I mean, I guess he could play Taysom Hill and, and pray to God every week that he does something and he's used, but I don't think you want to go that route. I'll probably get him a win for the remainder of the season. Taysom Hill will come through, and like Taysom Hill alone will get him. He might win more than a game, but Taysom Hill will be responsible for one sole win where he goes off for like three passes. I think he, I think he already was this year. I don't remember. I think I played against him. I don't know. I just remember there was one week where he actually played Taysom Hill and he went off. Yeah, I mean it's hit or miss. He's gone off like three games this season, but has anybody actually started him? In fan- yeah, real question. He's a fucking tight end twelve. Yeah, that, I mean, it's because of that one week. Yeah, exactly. He's, I think he said he said like two weeks where he put up thirty points or some shit. One, only one. Yeah. He put a 15 week one, and then the highest was 34 week five. And that's when then he's had like nine rushing and receiving <clears throat> shit like that. That's when he was the fucking offense. Yeah, he's not a bad player, but he's not a great fantasy player. Yeah. Um, another thing for Mike, he had a lot of bye weeks. Joe Burrow, his kicker Justin Tucker, and T Higgins all on buys. Um, and then Kenyon Drake as well, who we. Might have played, I think, over Herbert. Yeah, that, that's Mike's team. Leo's team, uh, you know, did did not bad. Not bad. Deontay Foreman, like a, a great pickup. Definitely a good pick. Singletary is looking, looking okay. I like, I like Singletree. People that you were seeing in the beginning of the season on Leo's team are starting to, like, kind of come around a little bit. Like, a la um, Mr. Allen Robinson. And such. Yeah, and I think he's gonna, you know, play a bigger role now that Cup is out. So he might benefit from from that injury um, if they actually decide to throw him the ball, and if the Rams feel like looking like a real team at any point. T.J. Hawkinson too. That's he's ended up kind of being a steal of that trade that he made. Yeah, he's looking good. He's pretty consistent the last uh, the last four weeks. He's really only had one bad week. Yeah, against New England, he's been he's been solid pretty much the whole season. But since he went to the Vikings, he's had two pretty good games: nine receptions and seven receptions in a PPR league. That's that's big. Good move, uh, saying Kyle Pitts because you know it's Kyle Pitts. I just want him to be good. And I think everybody does, but can't. And then they might be getting Chase, uh, Jamar Chase back. So, like I said, um. Leo not locked into that final spot there. It's up in the air. Is that is that a thing already? Jamar Chase coming back this this quick? Um, yeah. It from what I'm looking at now, it says he's projected like 15 or something. Really? Actually, no, I'm lying. I don't know what the fuck I was looking at. I was looking at it uh, the other day, and it, it had his projected points up. I was gonna say, as far as I know. The end of October, they were saying he's probably going to miss at least four weeks. So I was thinking he'd probably be out another probably two weeks from now. Maybe I'm just going crazy. I think I think he'll probably be back around week 13. But nonetheless, I mean, Leo traded D-Hop, Corey Davis, Dalvin Cook, and Russell Wilson. And he's gotten Tua, who performed, Jamar Chase, who pretty much gave him one of his wins. Hawkinson, who's been really consistent, and Singletary, who's been really consistent. So, I mean, overall, like, really, you know, the winner of that trade was definitely Leo. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, who in that? I feel like I feel like he got, you know, he got something back. Who in that trade? But do you really? I mean, D Hop's been good, but Dalvin Cook's been okay, and Corey Davis and Russell Wilson. I mean. Russell Wilson is like the only one that I feel like Vlad really lost on, because I feel like I would rather have, I would rather have um, the players he got than the players he traded away. What if I told you that since trading for Corey Davis, he has only put up zero points for Vlad? Yeah, he doesn't need him though. Yeah, but how are you gonna? I I, I won't argue with you, but you're gonna tell me you'd rather have. <laughs> 
Corey Davis than Jamar Chase? Or I'm telling you, I would rather have Dalvin Cook and D Hop than Singletary and Jamar Chase. And obviously, we know now that Jamar Chase is hurt, so like you can't really take that into consideration. But he would have been on Vlad's team, which he wouldn't have been using. So, yeah, I just feel like I just feel like Vlad's in a better position after that trade, as of right now. I wouldn't say Leo lost, and by any means, I feel like you know they're both doing well with what they got. I just would prefer to be on Vlad Vlad's side of that trade. Hey, I'll, I'll respect it, but I don't agree with it. Hey, you don't you don't have to agree with it, you know. Actually, you know what? No, you do <laughs> have to agree with it. But yeah, that's that's Leo. He's got you coming up uh, next week, and then he has Larry, George, and Jerry. Interesting, interesting weeks coming up for him. Um, who knows? He might not be the one in the skirt at the end of the season. And honestly. I think Leo's probably gonna dub on me this week. So good job, Leo. Good game. Yeah, Leo. You hear that, Leo? He's not feeling too confident, man. I mean I got Tiger Hill, and DK Metcalf and Leonard Fournette all on a bye week. After all that shit talking, shitting on your team, Leo. Yeah, my, I mean I would beat Leo's team if I had a full full team, no bye weeks. I I'm okay. confident to say that. Okay. But with my literal four best players on a bye week, I'm not confident. Okay. I'm going to start A.J. Dillon. Do you know what that does to a man? Do you know what having to start A.J. Dillon does to somebody? I have to start Dale Henderson, so I feel like I kind of know. <laughs> I, I'm still not sure that's even. We'll see. You haven't been watching the Rams offense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So uh, Mike was the lowest scorer uh, this week, but I didn't get a message from him because I didn't reach out to him. Um, but you know, he probably say something like "fuck you, Mikaias, fuck you, Leo, fuck you, James," uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, was that, that pretty was much it? sums it up, I think. So Larry coming out with the win against Adam. Adams had a rough couple of weeks here. He is now on a three-game losing streak. Yeah, he's had a rough go the last few weeks. He's looking good. His team was, you know, his team was impressing me. It really was. And then, what can I say, uh, Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Just not in it. Just in it for the chip, but just in Herbert, not in it for anyone. 12 points every week. It, it feels like he's a disappointment. I have him in, in a different league that I don't really care about. I'm 0-9 in that league, if that tells you anything. Um, 12 points, 12 points by 19, 17. He's just been, he's been ass. Yeah. And uh, the problem with that is that he also has Eckler and if Herbert is not performing, then a big part of Eckler's appeal, catching the ball goes down, down the toilet. Yeah. And that's what, you know, he was, he was giving him some powerhouse performances. Um, uh, for a few weeks there, 34, 35, 24, 36, 24. I mean, don't get me wrong. Eckler's still the RB1. Like, there's is, no doubt is, about yeah. that. But he ha- But like you said, it cuts into it right. quite a bit. I mean, he went, if you look, the performances, like, you know, he, he kind of had a slower start to the year. Then he had some big rushing performances. Then he had some not-so-huge rushing performances. But during those games, he had 10 receptions. 12 receptions and in the last couple of weeks he still had seven receptions but if you look at the rushing it's been extremely lackluster yeah yeah because they, they tend to be playing from behind and they're just not really able to move right the, the game script's not favoring him to rush and if he's not rushing and receiving then he's just not the same player yeah so you can't get that that boom performance out of him you're still going to get like a usable performance yeah, ever going to be a guy like you would like put on the bench but but yeah that's just that's a big part of adam's struggles right now um it's really just at the quarterback position um and then this week he didn't get much from miles sanders um and his receivers kind of kind of let him yeah, down i was say well. he didn't get much from a lot of people unfortunately um miles sanders was a big part of it but his receivers 
I don't did did any of them put up more than ten points? Oh, Mike Evans put up ten points. Lazard put up five, uh, seven. Juju put up five. Green Juju Flax put up two. I thought Juju was back the way he was, you know, performing the last few weeks. I was like, wow, and, okay, here we go. And for what it's worth, with Adam too, I mean, I, I, he wouldn't have done it, but if he started Dalton Schultz, Brian Robinson, and Paris Campbell, he would have been a lot. It would have been a lot closer of a game. Yeah, a lot of a lot of points left on his bench. I didn't even see. Yeah, I don't know that you think you won because um, I think teams are like now start like now that the Colts are like starting to like pull it together, pull it together a little bit. Like and like get healthy and like JT's coming back and everything. I think like teams are starting to realize like how much of a threat Michael Pittman actually is, and like Paris Campbell is just like reaping the benefits of that. Yeah, that's how that's how I always feel when like a a big receiver goes to like another team. And it was like, oh, he's gonna be great on this offense. I'm like, doesn't that just mean that like he's gonna get most of the attention now? So like the other receivers are gonna be better. Off. That's kind of how I see it. I mean, that's how I always feel if you about it. A lot like, of teams like that is what happens like yeah. look at like how good waddle is do you think waddle would be having the season he's having if tyreek wasn't on that team like no. waddle's good i'm not saying that he's like a shitty player who's having a good season but like waddle's like a top 10 wide receiver this season and i don't think he would be if he was being double covered every game yeah, nonetheless, it was uh not the best not the best performance from Adam. So he falls to to four and six. Four. Ouch! 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 Falling down. My my guy was four and three, and the world fell apart. <laughs> hey, but that means that Larry now moves up to three and seven. Larry, uh, pretty good performance from Lawrence Jonathan Taylor. When you say a good um, performance by Lawrence, do you mean Larry or? Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything but start the plays. He didn't do anything. Good performance by Lawrence, you know. 100%. Good performance by the Lawrence squad. Uh, but yeah, Taylor did well. His running backs did well, just in general. Kirk went off. Absolutely off. He kirked off, you could say. He also had 20 last week, so. He's been he's been a, a pretty good receiver this year throughout. Um, I think that the talent was always there, to be honest, but he was in Arizona, and Arizona has just – it's been crowded. Yeah. yeah I, honestly, I, I don't really like Kyler Murray. I feel like – Oh, I've, he's a- I've made I've made my decision on him. He just like – Coming from the person in this league who has him, he's ass. Every week. When yeah. it comes down to Kyler Murray, I have to clench my cheeks. I don't. I just like don't even like him as like a person or like a a personality. I guess. Like on the field, I'm like, dude, this dude is always fucking bitching. Yeah, he yells at the refs constantly. Like anytime, anytime something happens on the field, he like throws his hands up, like, oh my god, like, oh, like, dude, your fucking team doesn't want to see that, bro. Like, I get like people make mistakes, and now and then, you know. That shit happens and, fair, and you show frustration. But... To be fair, Brady's done that his whole career. He has, but it's not like every fucking play. Maybe now because he's in fucking Tampa Bay. But... <laughs> With the Patriots, he didn't do that shit. <laughs> he would never do that on the Patriots. He always kept his cool. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like a tuck rule or anything. All right, uh, moving on. Um, Kyler Murray is a bitch. You heard it here first. He should just go play some Call of Duty and I like the get, Call of Duty football. actually so I'm not I'm not saying anything about Call of Duty. I'm just saying he should go play that or he should focus focus on his team. But like the new one was good, you know. It's just like I don't know. It, it is what it is. We don't have to get into Call of Duty. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Kyler Murray is trash. Don't talk shit about my quarterback. Only I can talk shit about my quarterback. He's fucking trash. Well, I think everybody can talk shit about your quarterback because he's so ass. I might keep Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, Kobe Brissett still didn't good for me this week. 17 points from a streaming option is solid. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, standout on, on Larry's team, uh, Kadarius Tony on his bench, 19 points. Yeah. Can you make anything Tony of that? And uh, uh, KC could be an issue. If he stays healthy, that's going to be a, 
another fun weapon for him. That might be why Juju kind of, you know, regressed a little bit from, from his performances. Yeah. I mean, Juju's a great wide receiver, but Juju's, I mean, I don't want to say washed, because he's not washed, but he's not like a young, like, spry, like, He's like capped, you know, like he's he's not Kadarius Tony, who basically we have no idea what he's capable of. Yeah, yeah, with Juju, I think you you kind of know, like he's reached like the ceiling, like you know what he's capable of on you know, and you know what like where you get. Yeah, you like, also know he's not capable of that anymore. Uh, I don't think he's capable of playing like he did in, in Pittsburgh. No, but like the last couple of weeks, you know kind of showed you flashes of that so he still has it in him it's just not going to be consistent right that was that matchup larry uh trying to get away from the the last place there he's, uh, he's moving in the right direction yeah and adam is moving in the wrong direction yeah, not moving in the best direction the next matchup here is uh james versus george uh, James just continues his massive blowouts and, and crazy performances, really on the backs of Justin Fields. Uh, which who, who would have saw that coming? I mean, if you told me you were going to bench Dak Prescott for Justin Fields in the beginning of the season, I would have probably told you not to do that. <laughs> but at this point, it's a solid idea. He- he picked him up three weeks ago, I think. He had him on his bench the first week, and then he started him the next two. Insane. Insane what, what Justin Fields is doing. He's getting a bunch of rushing yards, man. Like, over, it's what, one? He had 150 this week and then 178 last week rushing. Alone. Is Justin Fields actually good? That's the question. Is Justin Fields It's good? like Hurts. Like, like. Until this year, Hertz was absolutely fucking trash at football, but he was great in fantasy. Is that Justin Fields now? I don't, I, you know, they played Miami. Who doesn't have the best defense? And you know, you're going to have to put up a lot of points against Miami. And then they played Detroit. Oh, last week they played Miami, yeah. No, two weeks ago they did. Um, yeah, whenever it was. And then this week they played Detroit, right. another team that isn't the best defense. No, Pr- two weeks prior, like the- three weeks ago they played Dallas, and he had twenty eight. It's three week defenses, and and the week before in New England he had twenty four. Uh, another week defense. Yeah, like New England puts up like some good performances here and there. Like they'll get to the quarterback with pressure and stuff, but like not. Not necessarily the best defense, but they're not they're not trash. So that one that one might be you know. I don't I don't know the answer to that legitimately. You know, funny that we say that New England's the number one defense right now. <laughs> they're the number one ranked defense. I mean, at least in fantasy, in fantasy. They're okay, but you no. Know, does Does Houston have a good defense? Because I'm just saying, Houston held Fields to 106 and 4.7 fantasy points week three. They are the 30th ranked defense. Right so the answer is no. Almost, yeah. almost the worst. Maybe it's a it's it's a schedule thing. Maybe it's a strength of schedule Maybe thing he's where he's just you know, taking advantage. Yeah, I mean, he's he's warmed up for sure. He, he's definitely and warmed up. Let me tell up. you, his next two games are against Atlanta and the Jets. I don't really see him slowing down. Oh, the Jets are going to shut him down. Well, passing wise, but rushing wise, are they? Uh, we don't really need to get into it. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what's going. <laughs> If he's only going to do it on the ground, then so. I mean, yeah, the Jets secondary is, I mean, in contention for one of the best in the league this year. But dude, sauce. He's not Gardner. Your name is sauce. He's like really good at football. He's shut down like almost every top receiver. Yeah, this year, which is fucking insane. Like you, like he, if he's not the rookie of the year, it would be fucking insane. Defensive rookie. He, that guy's fucking He's good. good. I have He's my number one for defensive rookie of the year. My number two is um, Aiden Hutchinson on Detroit. Mm, he puts up sacks like a motherfucker. But yeah, Justin Fields, interesting conversation. 
I guess uh, I feel like the Jets are really going to be the the test. The the, the test. Yeah, let's keep an eye on that matchup because th- that's fun. Yeah, he's going to fucking destroy like Atlanta. Yeah, you can chalk so. up one seventy for James again next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't get much from Derrick Henry, but James Conner fucking came back. I guess resurrected from the dead. Got him twenty three. Godwin. You know, Godwin's always pretty solid. Uh, 19. And then C.D. Lamb, we acquired in that questionable trade. Awful trade. Uh, 38 fucking points. 38 points. I'm just looking at, the, at it from a grand scope. If I told you that someone got C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott for Najee Harris and Tom Brady, you might want to throw up. I just, I still don't understand the Najee thing. Like, I, I, I'm i assuming it was really a Najee thing. I'm assuming that he was betting on Najee coming around. But like, yeah. Which, but hasn't happened. Like, I guess you could take a chance when you're at the top of the, at the top of the league, the division or whatever you want to say. Like, and you're putting up a solid amount of points week to week. Yeah, but, but do you want to... Why take that risk? That? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you do. I don't think the top 10 receiver for that. I mean, Dak and CD CD wasn't doing horrible, but he wasn't doing great. Either. He wasn't. It's it's really been the last few weeks he's really been going off. So I, I really don't know what you know led to that. I don't know. Maybe he really believed in Tom Brady making a little bit of a comeback too. But Brady had an okay week this week, but we'll get. And then Amon Ra, who you got from you, um, as well as Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon was on by. So, how do you feel about that trade now? I mean, I'm still okay with it because I I think that Fournette, even though he isn't going to be, like, the guy in uh, Tampa, I feel like he's still going to get a shitload of, like, checkdowns and, like, passes. So he's going to, like, pay off PPR-wise. And I just feel like Joe Mixon is very good, but he's, like, he's not, like, going to put up that, like, special week for you every week. Where, like, Fournette is going to, like, get you your points regardless. Like, there's going to be very, like, few weeks yeah. that Fournette, like, disappoints. Very Even this week, fair. like, he put up, like, 10.4 points. That's kind of, like, what I expect from him. And it's kind of, like, what I need from him. Like, I don't really need him to be, like, the guy who's putting up, like, 30 points for me. I need him to be, like, my solid, like, RB2 now that ETNs come around. I don't know how he always ends up with like a bunch of people on his team. Like he'll have like people on IR that are playing, but he's still able to make moves on the waiver wire. Yeah, I don't know how he does that shit. And then I'm like, why can't I do that shit? Why do I have to move somebody from my IR if I'm not gonna play him? Like what the fuck? I don't know. He's he's sketching me out. He's he's probably hacking or some shit. He's in um, with the commish. Probably. Folds, I'm not going to come at anybody for commission because I had an issue earlier this week in a league where I had Joe Burrow on bye and I went to go pick up a quarterback and I went to go drop Chris Boswell, the kicker for the Steelers. It's hurt. And I accidentally dropped Joe Burrow and the commissioner did put Joe Burrow back on my team. As, as a good commissioner would. I, I mean, it's it was pretty obvious I made a mistake, but there was a little controversy. Ooh. There are some people who said, let it stand. But. Just like, hey, you got to be more Joe, careful. Joey's Sorry. back home. Joey's back home. Um, on the other side of that matchup, uh, Aaron Rodgers finally, finally got him some, some decent points, 21 points. Still 220 yards. <laughs> the streak continues there, but he had three touchdowns, so yeah, that had helps. Noticeably better week than he's had in any recent. He, with the interview with the reporter at the end, he's like, uh, yeah, we're not dead yet, or something like yeah. that. I was like, all right, buddy. I mean, you are, but <laughs> you had a good week. Yeah. You had a good week. Enjoy it. And that stack of Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones paid off. George just if he wasn't facing James uh would have went a little bit better for him. Yeah, he would have won. He would have beat like most other teams. He would have beat about half the league. Uh Kamara got a regressing back to how I had him, 7 points. 
week prior nine points. Um, so not not doing too well there. But Justin Jefferson, a fucking beast. That catch. <laughs> that fucking Ooh, that catch. That was unreal. That was an interception. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, Jefferson, the last... I'm not even going to say the last two weeks. The last Jefferson, the last six weeks, has been a beast. <laughs> he's just... He's like, he oh, had man. one bad game and then was like, I'm never going to have a bad game again. <laughs> so that, that ain't me. <laughs> you know, he had six targets that game. Which is relatively low. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he that catch was fucking amazing. Thirty-five points. He just kept going off. I feel like I should have asked for Justin Jefferson instead of Cooper Cup. And you probably could have got him if we're being honest. Yeah. No, I think he he was good with like trading either one. He was like, it was kind of like take your pick. Um. And I was like, yeah, I'll take Cup because I I was mostly thinking of like the volume that Cup gets, right? Like, even though like Jefferson gets a good amount of volume, but with the Rams, it's only Cooper Cup. Like, <laughs> like it's all. Cooper I feel Cup. like kind of started with Westbrooker. Like they hit like the small agile guy like at like the scrimmage line, and he just takes it for like a first down like forty times a game. I mean, unfortunate could have gone differently. I feel like I'd be in a crazy position if I. <laughs> I asked for him instead, but alas, our, our hindsight. Close if you had Justin Jefferson, I'll tell you that. What's that? Our matchup wouldn't have been close if you had Justin Jefferson. No, would not. No, I would not. And I feel like it, he, Justin Jefferson might have won me like a couple. Actually, no, because him and him and Cup have been kind of similar a lot since I've got them. So, um, Gabe Davis, uh, back to actually being relevant, which is good. Um, he didn't want to get rid of Gabe Davis in, in that trade. I, I don't blame that. him. That's a potential keeper option. Yeah. I wanted him just because obviously the, the Allen stack. Um, right. And he would have been in my, he would have been a lock at my flex, I think every week, but uh, I, I couldn't get him. Um, and yeah, just not really anything from Claypool. Dolchich didn't do much. And he was, he had, he's had like pretty good weeks. Uh, since he he's picked him up, um, and then the other thing I regret about that trade is ask, not asking for Jamal Williams instead of instead of Daryl Henderson, um, because I feel like I could have got Jamal Williams. Yeah, I'd say Jamal Williams is probably uh, on the same level as Daryl Henderson, like face value wise. But uh, when you really look into it, he's obviously a lot more valuable. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. Um, he left Pollard on the bench, which is kind of surprising because Pollard's been really consistent. I don't well, know. Well, Zeke was like a game time decision too, so I kind of get. Yeah, but even when Zeke's been in, like Pollard's been. Violent. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't have helped him, but still, still would have, you know. It would have. Been- you would have been like, you know, if things would have went the other way, like I would have been closer. But yeah, regardless, didn't matter. So James goes up to five and five. James is on a three-game win streak, uh, and then George, uh, he's lost one now. So he's also five and five in the opposite division. A lot of divisional matchups this week. I think we, it might have all been divisional matchups. Yeah, all divisional matchups this week. And they were like kind of like stacked appropriately. Like like Craig and Blad were both in first. Me and you were both in second. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. A good good matchup week. A low key good matchup week. Next matchup here is Huey against Jerry. Um I do have a voice message from him. From uh from the previous week. From the previous week. Yeah. He was he was a lower scorer uh, a couple weeks ago. Here we go. See what he said. What's going on everyone? Coach Huey here with a four and five. Hurts when I pee team. I'll be honest. I'm not happy to be here. <laughs> Didn't expect to be here. But we're here. So I got to own up to it. I mean, we got to start off at the uh, the top. It's uh, it's on me. I got to take uh, accountability for my actions. I haven't put my team in the best situation this year. That being said, um, I like my team. I'm proud of my team. I think we got some big pieces. And uh, I-, I still think we're going to do some big things. 
We got three number one running backs. That's right. You heard it here first. Three. I think okay. we got McCaffrey, who's a stud on San Fran. Swift. I think once once he's healthy, like was in the beginning of the season, he's gonna do good stuff again. And Pierce, dude, that dog, that guy is a dog. He is just does not quit. I think he's he's a stud this year. Um, I gotta call out my guys though. I gotta call out the uh, the leaders, the guys I used some high draft picks on. Uh, some guys that I thought were gonna coach up these young guys and be there for them, but they kind of let the team down. So we gotta call them out. We gotta call my boy Keenan. Keenan, we got we gotta get the, this injury problem fixed. We gotta get healthy. We gotta get you on the field. Sutton, this this guy, I thought I really thought he was gonna be like the reason why I win it all. I thought he was gonna be the guy. Started off so well. In the last few weeks, he's fallen apart. But he's coming off a bye. We've, uh, we had a good conversation this week. We're going to get things back on track. I think him and Russell are going to figure it out. So I'm excited about that. And then we got Waller, another injury problem. So some things that are kind of out of our control. But we need uh, we need these mentors to step up. Because like the young guys have been balling. We've got Dobbs been balling. Like I said, Pierce. Um, so we got some hurts. Like These guys are putting in, putting in work. And they're playing well. I think uh, I think I need to be better. Like I said, it starts at the top. I got to take accountability, but I think uh, some of the leaders do too. So there's also been uh, a couple of games this year. One of them, I, I thought Keenan was playing. I got I got some uh, some bad news from people that I thought I, I could trust on ESPN. Thought he was playing, and I lost a close one. Oh, I would never trust um, him. There was another week where I was up by I was down by five points with something playing my guy has been a stud all year and then he st- he fell off he gave me he gave me three and a half so there's been a couple tough losses i think this team is a contender i really do i think we got once we get healthy once we get mccaffrey's on san fran he's putting up numbers hurts has been consistent all year swift get him back in the mix we got pierce i mean this team this team is uh it's got a lot of potential, so it's, it's my job to get Oop. the most out of it. I'm going to take accountability. I don't think uh, I don't think teams should look at look at the records, see four and five, and say, "All right, free pass this week." I think my guys they, they know what's going on. They know that's uh, it's getting close to the end of the season, and, and every game matters. And we're going to put in our our best foot forward. So I'm ready to see what happens. I'm ready to make make some moves. I'm ready to uh, to surprise some people. Like I said, I'm, I'm sad to be here. I, I didn't expect this is the way the way to go this week, but it's on me. We're gonna be better. We're on to Jerry. Thank you, boys. Take care. We're on. To Jerry. We're on to Jerry, and he was on to Jerry. He was. He came out with the victory there. He's five and five now. One twenty-seven, a better performance than obviously two weeks ago, where he was the lower scorer. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's he did he did have some some truth bombs in there, you know. Like he does have some really solid running backs. I'm not so sure about the Swift one. Uh, yeah, that Swift guy. Don't great, huh? I don't know what what they're doing with Swift over there, man. I, and honestly, I think the whole CMC thing was before Elijah Mitchell got 20 carries on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he still did get 17. Oh, he did. But uh, they're obviously splitting work there. He, he did well, but, I mean, the guy who's the RB2 got less carries on the team. He's supposed to be the starter on it. was It was suspect, that's all. Hey, and he looked good. He did look good. I was watching that game. I was like, yo, Mitchell kind of looks like he's, he's that dude. Yeah. He, I mean, <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with having a guy who can run and a guy who can – catch as your two starting running backs. It worked yeah. really well in Miami this week for Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. It worked when when uh, CMC wasn't there and, and Depot assumed that true. role. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that, you know pretty true. He has really solid running backs. But like he said, Keenan Allen just been a massive disappointment this year. Uh, I think it must have been what, like a third round, fourth round pick. Yeah, it have been up there anyway. Waller also dealing with some some injuries there. Oh, he's he's on IR. He was drafted in the third. It must have been. No, 
third and fourth right there. It must huh? have been the second round, this says. The Tennis drafted 14th overall. I don't know how he, he put him in, but I do have the draft board here. I still have it on the sleeper app. Uh, so Keenan Allen was the second round pick. Yeah, see? Waller wasn't until the fifth round. So he fell quite a bit. I feel like so Keenan Allen second round. I'm not on the third. draft, but I feel like um, Keenan Allen could have been better served somewhere else in the draft. Like not being drafted at yeah, all. Yeah, that, that probably would have been a good spot for him. <laughs> that probably would have been a good spot. No, yeah, Sutton, uh, Cornelius Sutton was also not having the best uh, few weeks, but then he kind of turned it around this week. If uh, saw him out of he had a lot of targets, eleven targets. Well, he had a pep talk um, with him. Yeah, yeah, he talked them up. You know, all the young guys talked them up. He's like, "Hey, I need you. You're you're my championship piece. You're my league winner. Yeah. Let's do it." He could be a league winner. He performed. Everybody talked about him like he was going to. Yeah, he hasn't had like a massive week yet. Um, but I feel like it's. Can I have a hot take real quick? Go ahead. I think Jerry Judy's a better receiver than Cortland Sutton. I don't think that's that hot of a take. No, I feel like the debate, especially at the draft, was that they're like pretty similar, like. Sutton is going like way before Judy, and I don't. I feel like it's closer. Like that was what a good amount of people I was listening to were saying. Yeah, I mean, Cortland was definitely ranked a lot higher, but I really don't think, in terms of skill or volume, that he's much better than Judy. No, I, I think he's just he's just been getting the volume. That's really that's really what it comes down to. I would agree with that. But yeah, I was had, thinking I had a hot take, and I was told it wasn't that hot of a take. All right, it's all right. Bold take. Right. I'm so uh, I'm sure you'll have hotter takes uh, at some point. I got hotter takes ready to go, dude. I got hotter takes in the arsenal. Let let loose whenever you want, man. We're good right now. It ain't like <laughs> I kind of wanted to trade for Rondell more, but I just never made an offer. I think he's okay. Is that like maybe two bad weeks? Yeah, he said he's doing better now. And that's with D Hop here too, so and Hollywood gone. Yeah, that's my only problem is that's a crowded, crowded field. We'll see. We'll see how how that ends up being the rest of the season. Uh, but he came out with the win against Jerry. Jerry had to play a backup uh, quarterback from the waiver wire, Derek Carr. Uh, I don't blame him too much for you know starting Derek Carr because the Colts haven't been playing too well. I mean, that's um, a solid. 19 is solid, yeah. Prior to, the, you know, seeing how he did, I probably would have went with a different quarterback, maybe. Um, who, was out, who was out on the waiver wire? Trust me, there was nobody. <laughs> I I honestly probably would have gone with Goff. I don't know why. I feel like he would have had a better game than he did. It was Clearly, I was Over Derek Carr and Derek Goff. A lot of it had to who? do with the matchup. I just need the Raiders to, you know, start – Doing, you know, actually getting the ball over half field because uh, I need the kicker to be relevant on my team. But I think they'll turn it around. Um, Drake London, solid. Terry McLaurin, really good. But it's just, you know, wasn't enough. He didn't get enough out of Montgomery, his keeper pick. Uh, Kenneth Walker didn't go off like he has been, but he still had a good week. You know what I think would have helped um, Jerry's team? I think that if he drafted someone else that wasn't named CEH, that fucking fraud. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have uh, on the rooftops. And look at this man on his bench with zero points. And he's healthy. He's healthy. He lost his damn job because he's such a fraud. The video on his page, why it's time to drop Edward D. Lair. <laughs> even, even... Andy Reid knows that he's a fraud. Weekly fraud check might be coming to a close. I think it is confirmed. Yeah. CEH fraudulent. Well, well, uh, the verdict is still out on Amari Cooper. <sighs> it is. <laughs> it is, unfortunately. He just needs to, you know, do a couple more of these mediocre weeks, and then I think I'll call it. But CEH for sure confirmed fraud. On the Taco Corp podcast. So happy I was right about that one. If he had a great season, I would have looked like a fool. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so that that puts uh, that puts Huey, like we said, back at five and five, and Jerry also at five and five. Jerry has lost two in a row now, two in a row. So it's not not too good, not looking too good. And then the last matchup we have here is the two number one teams on each side of the league, each division. We had Blad going up against Craig, and Blad coming out with the win. Blad was victorious. Looking at looking at his side of the team, man, it, it's scary looking. Nobody's gonna deny that he has a good team. I mean, Mahomes put up thirty points for him. He's gonna do that most weeks. Barkley twenty three. He's gonna do that most weeks. Dalvin Cook. I mean, he's not gonna put up twenty to twenty five for you every week, but he damn well could. He always has that possibility, especially the way Minnesota is playing lately. Right. They're looking really, really Devante good. Devontae putting up 25 to 30 is not unusual. D-Hop putting up 20 is not going to be unusual. Tyler Lockett's hit or miss. Antonio Gibson's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones, again, hit or miss. But it's that core of the team that it doesn't, when, when you're running Mahomes, Barkley, Cook, Adams, Hopkins, those guys can afford to miss when those guys, when the other dudes are, are carrying the load, you know? So 177 for Blad massive performance he's gonna have to have a very bad week um he's probably gonna he's probably gonna get the buy uh, actually i wouldn't even say that it's, it's still pretty close but i don't think um i don't know he's gonna have to have a couple of losses for for him to lose that buy and then in the playoffs uh it's gonna look tough he's gonna have to have bad performances from a lot of players on his team um to be knocked out yeah interesting position we're in in the league with fucking Vlad at the top and and you know not looking like he's slowing down and then there's Crick who also at the top Um, but his team while it's good and he has some absolute studs without a doubt Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs his team's not as impressive looking. It's not. It's not. You just. It's I mean, not flashy. Yeah. I should say. The pos- there's certain positions that aren't as uh, are aren't as impressive for for but sure. You're um, comparing, I guess, if you compare Tom Brady to Mahomes. You know, Najee Harris to Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs to Saquon Barkley. You know, yeah. Um, like even his tight end his like wide receivers like lower down the list like george pickens to d hop you know yeah i think his his wide receivers match up fairly well with with uh blad like Diggs and adams or hop and waddle uh not this week obviously but like just in yeah. general uh in terms of production and then pickens and and lockett i guess you can say are somewhat even i feel like i still give the edge to lockett He's definitely uh, offense. What's up? I said Lockett's definitely on the better offense. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Najee, it's I keep coming back to that fucking trade. It's like, why? Why do you want Najee on your? The team? thing is, looking at it, it's just like if he had Dak and CD, his team would be a lot better. Yeah, I the I running know. back situation. His running backs wouldn't be ideal. Um, you know, he, he, this week probably would have had to start Rashad White, but Rashad White's not bad. But it's fine. And now look at it, looking at how Mitchell looks, who's on his IR right and now. And James Robinson can, in New York. Yeah, man. James Robinson's the starting running back for the Jets who have a decent offense. We, we might have to ask him, uh, directly. Maybe have him come back on the podcast because that is. It has to be a, a case of like favoritism towards these players. Yeah, or just belief. Like maybe he like really believes in Aji and Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's easy to be like, oh, why would you do that? Like after the fact, right? But I mean, when when like for instance, like when James made some of his trades, like I was kind of thinking, like really, like you really want these guys and. He's proven to be right. I mean, the players he's believed in have have hit. So, 
I don't know. Some people have, you know, better insight, I guess, or maybe it's just luck. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But that's a that's a real head scratcher. Every time I see, I see that. Yeah, I mean, just with, with the running backs that Craig had, and with then being surrounded by Diggs, C.D. Lamb, and Waddle, I think he would have been just fine without making that trade. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would have. But, I mean, it is what it, I mean, people trade. I'm not going to say you shouldn't. But just, mm-hmm. I, I personally, that trade is just a little mind-boggling for me. Regardless, they both now sit at 7-3. and three. Vlad is on a two-game win streak. Uh, Craig is on a one-game losing streak. So, as of now, interesting. There's five, five and five teams. Two six and four teams, two seven and three teams, and then at the bottom here we have everybody within a game of each other: Leo two and eight, Larry three and seven, and then Adam four and six. Like, I feel like this is the closest it's been in the league for a really long time, and it's interesting, man. I I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's it makes for a competitive, fun league. Right now, obviously, we have the two top uh, teams on the buys. Vlad the one seed, Craig the two seed. And then third place, it's me going up against George in the six seed. Uh, and then fourth place is you going up against James the five seed as of right now in round one. Uh, and that is the contention, uh, record of contention, that, which is all we uh, care about. The ties? What's up? Are the ties based off matchups? I believe so. It must be because I have more points than you. Not much. We're in the same general area, but I think uh, in the statement that the commission put out on Facebook, he did say it was head to head. Gotcha. And if it's tied, then it goes to most points. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that. The final standing predictions have changed quite a bit. I uh, won't go really into that because no one cares about the final standing predictions based off ESPN. Yeah, they're true. Matchups coming up next week. So I'm facing Larry. You are facing Leo. George is facing Adam. Jerry's facing James. Craig against Huey. And then Michael Davis against Vlad. Oof. I mean, I feel like you could really say any of these matchups are are ones to look at. The way the way the standings are, they're really close. So, not sure that I really have one to really really pinpoint here. No, we'll have to keep an eye on it all because at this point in the season, it's too hard to pinpoint one specifically to say that that's the definite one to watch. Yeah, I mean, going in like. You know, like yours and my matchup, I didn't think was going to be like particularly like an exciting one, and it ended up being within point two points. Yeah, I think we. I mean, you you said yourself that you chalked it up as an L, and I did as well. I was like, this is a loss. This is a especially going into the week thinking Josh Allen wasn't going to play. Yeah, I was really then, living on that. I was I was really happy about that because I was facing him in both of my major leagues. Both of like my like uh, big money leagues, I guess you would call them. Yeah, I guess everybody's gonna really be focusing on their on their matchup. Everybody that's close to each other. Um, I feel like everybody needs to win this week, but obviously that's not the way things go down. So that is that. Those are the matchups for the week. Trading. I am still, you know, if somebody wants to grab Debo at a fair discount, y'all let me know. Um, and also, hell, I might bundle him with Cooper Cup if you anybody wants to keep him for next year. Uh, I don't know how enticing that really is, but I think the the trade deadline is coming up. I think it's like next week. Yeah, I'm not sure when it is, but I ain't got no room for Cooper Cup in my IR. You can keep him. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are using the IR spots. Um, I got my secret weapon in there, dude. Just wait. He hasn't played all year? No, he tore his ACL in the national championship game last year. Oh. But 
he was in the national championship game last year, and he was like the first wide receiver taken in the draft. It's fucking nasty. Well, he wasn't the first wide receiver taken in the draft because he was injured, but he was project. He was like the first like projected. You got. He was going to be. He's going to be the best wide receiver in the. Turned in January, so he. What is he close to returning? Yeah, they said. uh, They said beginning of December. All right. Well, good luck with that. Uh, Putting a lot of chips on. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, I feel like I have to make some moves, but I feel like any moves that I make, just not gonna be. Not gonna be enough. Did you see the Tom Brady message? Yeah, that uh, he sent to AB. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was like, fair. What he said, it was yeah. People are like, wait, does AB think this is gonna make Tom Brady look yeah, bad? It, <laughs> like, it just uh, makes him seem like a good friend that's worried. Fair and like that of a normal person. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I, AB's a, a weird dude. He is a strange fella. That CTE is working overtime, I guess. Dude, uh, uh, what about, did you see that uh, that Big Ben thing? No. He was, like, on some podcast or something, and uh, they, like, asked him about, like, the Jesse James, like, non-touchdown against the Patriots from a few years ago, if you remember that. They were like, oh, we have to ask you, like, what was up with, like, that Jesse James touchdown that they didn't count? And he was just like, who is it against? And the guy's like, the Patriots. And he goes, oh, there you go. That's your answer. Oh, it's against the Patriots? It didn't count? Shocking. Like, he totally was throwing some shade. And zone. Oh. He said he didn't get it. Yeah, didn't get it. That was against the Patriots? Mm. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your thoughts? Those are your thoughts? Surprise, surprise. Totally yes. throwing some shades at the uh, refs for the Patriots. He's just mad that he... He couldn't, couldn't get bastards. Is that what he was mad about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you have when you play for so long in the league, you know, and and it's always the Patriots that are taking you out. You got a little resentment. I must admit, the Patriots be a problem for him. Also, he's just like one of the most overrated quarterbacks. Like one of the most massively overrated quarterbacks. I just don't think he's that good. He just had a big arm. Yeah, huge arm. And then that one uh, fucking pass to Antonio Holmes. Fucking iconic. Big Ben and Brett Favre have got to be two of like the overrated <laughs> fucking quarterbacks of all time. I won't disagree. That is everything. That's everything for the league, man. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope if you guys are happy we're back. And if you don't care, then I guess it is what it is. I was going to say fuck you, but I'm trying to be a nicer person, you know, start the new year, new year's resolutions a little bit early. Yeah. Gotta be a little bit of a better person. So that will be a little bit of a better person. I know what you mean. Yeah. So check y'all out, man. Thank you for listening. We'll have the power rankings next week. Right? Yeah. All right. Next week. We can look forward to those and, uh, yeah, keep, keep, you know, keep doing the memes, keep, uh, chatting it up in, in the, yeah. in the chat. Yeah. Love to see it. For now, I'm gonna make like Kyler Murray and go play some Call of Duty. At least you don't have to worry about carrying a football team. Nope. Neither does he. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. All right, guys. Deuces. 21. Can you do something for me? 21. Can you hit a little rich flex for me? 21. 21. Can you do something for me? 21. Drop some bars to my pussy ex for me. Then 21. 21. Can you do something for me? Can yeah. you talk to the ops next for me? Okay. 21. Do your thing. 21. Do your thing. 21. Do your thing. 21. Yellow diamonds thing. in the watch. This shit costs a lot. Never send a bitch or die.